Welcome you guys to episode five of He Said, She Said, where we got one Canadian. And one American. Thousands of opinions and one podcast. I'm excited to have you guys here today. It is February. As you know, that means love is in the air. And I got an interesting topic today. We're gonna do dating and relationship questions. Specifically, I think there's one we should start off with because I did a little poll on my Instagram and this question did come up a lot. What not to do, you heard me correctly, what not to do on a first date. And I think this is gonna be interesting because we have a female's um, perspective and a male's perspective. So we got we got a couple of different opinions about this. So we could we could dive into this all day. So Brian, how are you doing? I'm doing well. Um, this is uh, this is gonna be a good topic. I'm interested in this already. I think I know from we did a, a dating podcast a couple of weeks ago uh, that seemed to do pretty well. People liked it, so I, I'm excited to to get into this one. Hopefully, we're not doing embarrassing worst dates because that was oh. <laughs> That was painful. I had trauma afterwards having to relive that date. But uh, yeah, this is a good topic, so let's get into it. Exactly. Okay. So you tell me. Um, I got a lot of opinions on this question as um, a woman myself, or like what I prefer, but tell me what what not to do on a first date if I'm coming in, going out on a date with you, and I want to impress you and maybe have you ask me out again. What what can I do to mess this up? Like what not to do? Okay, uh, fair question. Well, I think one of the first things, guy or girl, uh, this I hear people, I hear girls say this, I hear guys say this. One of the very first things, the biggest mistake that people make on a first date is they just talk about themselves the entire time. No one likes that. No one wants to go out with someone and just sit there basically across the table from them or wherever they are and have them just talk about themselves for three hours straight. You know, just, So make sure that you ask the other person questions about them. Make sure that you know it's okay to talk about yourself. It's okay to give them information, but don't do it the whole time. Make sure you're asking about them, making sure you're listening to them. Don't, don't overpower the conversation. Make sure there is a conversation, and it's not just you talking about yourself for the entire day. I have to agree 100% because I've been on a couple dates where the guy didn't even communicate at all and then when he did he only talked about himself and what he was doing. He was coming out with like a mixtape. I'm bringing up this memory. So he was just like, oh yeah, my my, my mixtape is going to be dope and um, I'm like, okay, like what else about you? Like what do you like to do for fun? But he kept talking about his music and how great he was going to be. And then we were silent for the rest of dinner because I was dying t as a as myself. Like, I like when people ask me questions. I love that. Um, and I'm not going to be the one to get in there and start talking about myself. Because I'm, I think that's, I'm a little shy when it comes to the first date because I don't want to over talk about myself. And I'm glad you brought up don't talk about yourself because I bring that into the first date. And I've never been the person to lay who I am on the line. I, I like the guy to ask, or I like whoever I'm going out with to ask me a little bit more about myself. So if you're just sitting there, just talking about yourself, not even asking your date about 
like what they like, what their passion is, what their goals are. It could be where you work. I don't think that's as important about as important as about your goals and who you actually are. But just asking them questions about themselves and getting them to open up a little bit more. Definitely do that. Absolutely. A hundred percent. I would say another thing too, along with that is confidence is attractive. Arrogance is not. Uh, another, when you're just talking about yourself the whole time and, and it just comes across as you're bragging and now that sounds arrogant or feels arrogant, at least to me. And maybe I was interested in you, but now I'm losing interest because now you're, now you sound like a braggart. Now you sound arrogant and, and I don't like that. I don't think men or women, nobody likes a braggart. Nobody likes arrogance. So confidence is one thing. Confidence is key. Arrogance is, is a completely different situation. So exactly and and just coming in with that confidence be who you are like i know a lot of people get into their first dates and i get a lot of questions from people i'm just really really nervous and i don't know what to do um don't like just have that confidence to be able to come in there and just like lay it all down the line i know sometimes you might be hurt and you're and you're guarded or you might be shy and that's why you're not talking but just ask the other person about them that that's a good icebreaker is just to be like so what do you like to do or if you already know what they like to do ask them something else like what uh what inspired you to get into the profession that you're in or tell me tell me something so nobody else knows i really like that one because then a lot of people come up with these crazy facts about themselves and you can either relate to that or come up with a crazy fact yourself um, and bond over dinner or wherever you guys are at at the time or ice skating or ice cream <laughs> yeah uh, as far as so yeah no tip number one would be make sure that you know you you don't overpower the conversation make sure you have a conversation and you're talking to each other. Don't be arrogant uh, and make sure you're asking about the other person. Another thing I would say that is a uh, mistake on first dates is classic. Thanksgivings, Christmas, holiday, same thing. Don't talk about religion. Don't talk about politics. That it, eventually those things are important and you should have those kind of conversations. Not on the first date. Do not talk religion or politics on the first date. So. Yeah, for sure. I, this is this is just from like experience going on a first date, and if someone starts talking about politics, uh, religion, criminal history, like one <laughs> one time somebody told me they were arrested, and I was just like, this is a first date. You you couldn't wait till like next week or something to tell me yeah. because it's such a like a turnoff. Like I'm just like, oh okay. I mean, don't get me wrong. You are totally allowed to say these things i felt for me it was just kind of like oh this is this is a lot of information that i'm having to process um with this person at this time i wish i wish i would have got to know them just a little better before they started telling me they were right. they found out that they went to jail they went to jail i know that's something you should probably you don't have to say but you have to say it because i was there and he said it to me <laughs> No, I I believe that that happened to you. I just am laughing. That's absolutely. If you if you've maybe made a misstep in life and and spent some time in jail, talk about that at some point. But not the first date. You're you're making that first impression, and you know, being a criminal is not is not attractive. I think to most people. So don't talk about going to jail. Mm-hmm. 
Another one is um, sexual history. I think that's a... Oh, good point. Yep. I think that's a topic that shouldn't be brought up on the first date. I understand it is very important to talk about with someone you, when you are in a relationship. Super important. We can get, get into that another time. But on the first date, don't come in bragging. I know you're absolutely right. I, that is, these are all conversations, religion, politics, your, you know, sexual past, whatever. Those are all conversations to have down the road. And, and so again, yeah, we're not, I'm not saying that you aren't saying, we're not saying don't have these talks, just not on the first date. <laughs> this is, this is just not on the first date. So. Exactly. So I'm a, I'm a big, um, Netflix buff. And yeah. one of the things I've been watching recently was the Ted Bundy documentaries. Oh, me too. No, no, uh, me too. Absolutely. Uh, look, here's the thing. I, Netflix is crushing it right now with their, their crime series and their, uh, their, their serial killer stories. This Ted Bundy thing was fascinating. Uh, and actually that's kind of funny tying back into, uh, don't, if I'll, I'll freely admit it. I love serial killer crime shows. I enjoy watching them. It's, it's interesting to me. The Ted Bundy one was absolutely fascinating, but Maybe not on your first date to <laughs> tell the person, or I don't know. You want anything, Amanda? Like on on the first date, do you do you break out the hey, I really like serial killers and I find it interesting? Or is that not what you do on the first date? I, that's what I was trying to bring up. Like, do I tell the person right away that I'm into serial killer documentaries or not? <laughs> that's like, I mean, that's a tough one. It's because they might like it. They might they might have loved and watched the Ted Bundy thing too, and they want to talk about it, but. You got to be careful with that because, you know, I, I was watching it and he got caught one time because he did a U-turn and they pulled him over and they caught him. And I'm looking at that going, well, of course, you've got a, a talent because he had escaped from jail and they were looking for him. So the town is full of police, state troopers, FBI agents. No, you don't do a U-turn. Of course, you're going to get pulled over. And of course, you're going to get caught. So I'm finding myself being, hey, dumb, you know, hey, stupid, like. Don't do it. I would never do a U-turn. And I'm looking at it like, how would I get away with it? You know, if you're, if you're sitting across the table with someone who's just met you for the first time and you're talking about how you would get away with a serial killing, it might be off-putting a little bit. It might be off-putting. So maybe like another one of our tips should be don't bring up your serial killer documentary fascination. Just maybe right. for the first date. Maybe like next week when you guys are... Netflixing and hanging out. But yeah, you kind of ease into that. By the way, there's this Ted Bundy document, and, and like I said, maybe they're super excited. And then you've got another yeah. connection, but you didn't. You didn't start out with serial killer. Right? Oh, and I also want to get this out of the way. I am comfortable in my masculinity. I have no problems. Ryan Reynolds is a good-looking guy. Brad Pitt's a good-looking guy. I. Everybody kept saying, you know, Ted Bundy was this good-looking guy. I don't think so. If you watch the documentary, Amanda, give me female perspective, but I do not feel like Ted Bundy was a good looking guy. Um, like I felt like he wasn't good looking, but that's um, like, that's not my type, but he was charming. That's not the whole thing about him is because he was very charming in who he was. Charming. Sure. But, but 
physically attractive, no. I don't, I don't know why they kept saying, at least in my perspective, I didn't think Ted Bundy was a good-looking guy. So. Good-looking for the 70s, 80s. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so uh, but yeah, that's, uh, anyway, yeah, hashtag Ted Bundy. Uh, don't don't bring up your, your enjoyment of serial killer tr- crime documentaries on the first date. Maybe... Maybe wait a week or two on that one. So. Yeah, exactly. When do you think it's okay for me to bring up that I have three cats? Like when I go on a first date, is that something I should tell them right away? Or is that, from your perspective, something that would make you run from me or somebody else? Well, I'll be honest. And I'm sure I'll get judged for this, but it's my opinion and I'm allowed to have it. I like dogs. I'm not a big cat person. So if I'm dating, you know, if, if we were to go on a date and you tell me, hey, I've got three cats at my place, you know, that might be enough to just be like, oh, you know, I'm a dog person and you're a cat person and maybe this isn't going to work out after all. I, I, that probably sounds crazy, but, you know, it's a thing. It's it's I would maybe wait on telling your your date that you have three cats. So... Of course. Okay, well, thank you for the advice. I'll keep it to, <laughs> I'll say I have one or something like that. I was thinking also, one thing that I've experienced is like I went on this one date, first date and I ordered some food and the guy reached across just like that Friends episode and ate from my plate and I did not like that. What do you think first of First date? He did that on the first date? Wow. Yes. <laughs> Guys, don't do that. Girls, don't do that. Don't don't do that. Like, don't eat off of someone else's plate on the first date. Just don't do that. <laughs> I, I would think that would be a basic thing, but I guess we have to say these kind of things. Don't eat off your date's plate on the first date. I think so. I think so. It's just, I mean, it has to be said, I think, because it did happen to me. I don't know about you, but I just want to put it out there. If you are reaching across and, and eating from my plate, please please don't do that on the first date. I mean, like, I don't know you. I've just already yeah. said, like, okay, I'm willing to go out on the date with you, or maybe I even asked you, because it is 2019, and anyone can ask anyone to go on a date these days. Um, just don't eat my food. I love the food, so don't take mine. Absolutely. That, that's, I'm surprised. That's... <laughs> So I guess the question is, was there a second date after that? No, definitely not. Cause <laughs> of, course. of course, you ate off my plate. There's not going to be a second date. There's no second date. No. <laughs> so another one that I've experienced that I want to talk about is being negative. Do not be negative. There's nothing worse than meeting someone and, you know, you having this flirtatious attitude and then they ask you out you're like okay I want to see what this person is about you go out with them and the whole time they're talking about their work situation how stressed out they are what's what's not going right in their life like how cold the weather is and just being very just negative because I believe that you should surround yourself like you should make your circle very positive and who you surround yourself with is who you become. So just to strengthen that, be a positive outlook on, like have a positive outlook on life and come into the date with tons of good things to say. You know, but like, you know what? It's not nice out, it is snowing, but maybe we could go get some hot chocolate. 
or or something like that to follow up the date. Um, don't be negative. Mm-hmm. Uh, agreed. Uh, the older I get, I, I have friends, people that I've known for a, a decade or more that are, are kind of negative. And I've, I've moved, I'm they're, they're still their friend and I would still do anything for them, but I've moved away from them and, and the interactions that the daily interactions we used to have just because of the negativity, like they're a negative person. They're always complaining. And I just, I don't want that in my life. You know, you're my friend and I will always be your friend, but, but all you do is complain and, and everything's always wrong or something's always falling apart. That, that gets old. It gets old quick. So definitely for someone that you don't even know and you're date, you're just starting to try to like form a relationship or a connection with them. Absolutely. Don't be negative. Absolutely. Good point, Amanda. Really good point. And touching on that as well as don't be on your phone when you're on a first date, the worst thing you can do is sit down to a table and your date or you put your phone on the table and you're looking at it, you're looking at it and every now and then you just check your phone. You pick up your phone just to check to see if someone's texting or you want to know what's going on in Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. That really well, said, what you're telling me is I'm not important. That I'm not my time, and our time together is not that important to you. Uh, you know, I, I've taken time out of my day to spend it with you. You've taken time out of your day for us to go do something together this date. And if you're on your phone the whole time, you, you're showing me that I'm not that important to you, and that that you don't value my time or my presence. Uh, absolutely. Uh, if you know somebody goes to the bathroom or they go to get a drink or something, yeah, go ahead, check check Instagram real quick. But when you are there face to face next to them, absolutely. If if you're going to be on your phone the whole time, I got other stuff I can do. Like I'll just go home. So uh, I, I, that's a great that's another great piece of advice. I agree with that. It just makes me feel like I'm not worth your time. <laughs> and I remember I re- I went out with this guy and I really did like him. And every time we went out one time and he was on his phone the entire time. So I thought I'd give him another chance and we went out again. Same thing. I just felt so disconnected from this person. I ultimately, like we didn't have anything in common. Um, so I, I just left it there. I didn't want to go out with him again. And it was because I felt like I wasn't important just yeah. after two dates. And you can really yeah. show that by being on your phone. Sure. And that, that goes guy or girl. That goes both ways. It just... Uh, if you're on your phone the whole time, then why are we even here? I mean, you know, if you're, if we're not talking, if we're not interacting, why are we even here? So exactly. And speaking of phones, do you think that dating apps are ruining dating? Like I wanted to know your uh, thoughts on that. I do actually, I, I just straight out of the gate. I think there are, it's too easy now to move on. Part of why your grandparents were married for 50, 60 years and things of like that is they had to work through problems. They, your grandparents' marriage wasn't perfect, but they were married for 55 years because they had learned, they loved each other and had learned to work through the tough times. I absolutely think that, uh, was it uh, Tinder and Hinge and, and Bumble and, and all, all of these dating apps, it makes it way too easy to move on. You, you meet somebody, they might be your soulmate, they might be the person that you were supposed to spend the rest of your life with, but you guys have an argument, and instead of 
working through it and as couples should and, and people who really love each other, you know, you work through it and you move on. It's, oh, okay, well, we had an argument. Boom. Start swiping. You know, I'm swiping right. I'm finding that next one. I'm moving on. And I absolutely think dating apps are ruining dating. It's people have too many options and I'm sure they're options are good and, and, and you should date around and you should meet people to know what you can work with and what you can't work with, uh, what, what's a red flag and what's a deal breaker and what's not. But a hundred percent, the dating apps have ruined dating. Uh, it's just way too easy to move on. There's too many options. Of course. I think it's quite, it's, it's crazy to me that you can get on an app and look at somebody and within four seconds be like, they're hot or not, according to you. So are they my preference or not? And if they are, you click on their bio and explore that a little bit more. That is insane to me. Like never growing up did I see someone and be like, oh, they're not hot, they're not hot, they're hot, they're not hot. Like I, it's just like we're in an instant gratification type of world and especially with things like Instagram, when you do see a picture of this good looking person, you you like it, you like it. And maybe you see somebody with providing value or educational posts and you might not even stop to scroll because they're not um, good looking or well, something. Well, let's remember that Instagram, that person may, is not that person. Like Instagram is the highlights and, and the best parts of your life. So yeah. all you're seeing is in a, a small part of that person's life that they want you to see. That that might not be who that person is. You know, they may look like a fun, loving person, adventurous or athletic or outgoing or funny or whatever or intelligent, whatever it is. But that's because it's through a filter. They're showing you only exactly what they want you to see and and not the whole entirety of themselves. So, uh, yeah, that's you know, Instagram is is no way to judge somebody. I would say, dating apps are so crazy it's like you can order somebody up almost like a pizza i don't even know how how could we just how can we start dating intentionally again how how do we start dating people for purpose again because instead of just ordering somebody to come over um by swiping right on an app or or messaging them or swiping right and then maybe message them a couple times and forget about them and then you feel ignored well you do what i'm doing I don't have dating. I've never used a dating app. I never will. Uh, I meet people, I guess, the, the way that we've been doing it for thousands of years and, and it, the way that it's supposed to is you meet them in, in real life. You meet them in public. And you, there's, there's chemistry or a spark or something that starts the initial connection, and then you develop it from there. I, that's, that's how you start dating intentionally again is you delete all of your, your apps and you get out there in public and meet people and and interact with them that's that's how it's supposed to be yeah do you think people some people are using this these apps because they're shy well I think the apps are I, I don't think I know for a fact I think Harvard or Yale or Princeton somebody did a study on it and basically said with the rise of, of smartphones and apps and social media People are losing the skill set of social interaction. Millennials, snowflakes, whatever you want to call them, don't are, are ha have had a significant decrease in their abilities to interact socially. So you may be on social media all the time, but 
having to go stand in front of someone during a job interview and sell yourself, they can't do it. They may be completely ta qualified for that position, but they can't sit across the, the desk in front of their boss and and be on. Be you know, they can't go out to a bar and meet somebody because they don't know how to interact. And that's not my opinion. I mean, Harvard or Princeton did a study that have proven that social media and smartphones have severely harmed the 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 population's uh social interaction skills they just they don't have them anymore that's that's a real problem i like that i've been involved in sports my entire life because it gave me the opportunity to meet new people and gain connections and i learned that i really learned that and it's it's too bad if people aren't getting involved in activities sports or whatever that they can gain these lifelong friendships or know how to interact with people. And I think that's lost when you download a couple apps and, and hang out on them all day long looking for that ideal partner. It's very beneficial to get out and explore your passions. And don't always be looking for somebody. You'll always find someone when you're not looking. Agreed, agreed. Uh, but yes, to, to, to loop back, and uh, the apps definitely, people are using them because they're shy and they don't know how to talk to people in real life, but using the app on your smartphone only increases your shyness and your inability to meet people in public for real. So, you know, it's a vicious, vicious cycle, vicious circle. So, Yes, exactly. So if you are someone that is quite shy, and I understand there's, there's people out there that are, and you know... I started out like that too, like I was shy to get into sports when I was very young. I didn't want to go because I didn't know anybody. But you got to keep putting yourself in uncomfortable situations to get comfortable with it. Because now here I am, I love being on camera, I love talking because I've had so many opportunities to. Trust me, my first time talking to a boy, I was nervous, I was the worst, but now totally comfortable getting out there and shooting my own shot. So I guess we're saying apps have ruined dating in the yeah. in the instant gratification. Plus, it's it's um, hindering our performance to be able to talk to people in real life and maybe making us a little bit more socially awkward. I would I agree with that. Like to the end of that question, I definitely agree a hundred percent. So looking back on everything we kind of talked about today, so what not to do on a first date. Don't brag about yourself. Um, be confident, but not a breaker. Remember to ask your date a lot of questions about them and get to know them a little bit more. People love when you know things about them. Um, don't bring up that you have a lot of cats. <laughs> don't bring up that you're into uh, killer murderous documentaries unless you know for a fact that they are watching it at the exact same time. Don't be negative. Don't bring up certain topics like religion, politics, um, sexual history, criminal activity. Um, did I miss anything? No, no, that's uh, that's like ten things right there, and that was that was good. I think that covered everything. And I will also say to add to that, get off those dating apps. Get out in the real world, meet people. Get off the dating apps. It's it's harming you, uh, your ability to interact socially. It's harming your ability to stand in front of a boss and interview and get a job. It's harming you in general. You have to learn social skills. Get off of the dating apps, get out in the real world, and, and meet people for real face-to-face. -face. 
So if you are somebody that just asked out your crush and you're ready to go on that first date, apply some of these tips because I promise you it will lead to a successful date. These are just things that I've experienced and Brian has experienced and we brought them to you guys now so that you guys can be successful and we just want to see you guys sharing the love all February because we love you guys too. So thank you so much for tuning into this episode of He Said, She Said and we cannot wait to have you again on the next podcast. If you guys want to check out our worst dates ever, that was on our third podcast, so go check that one out. But for now, we'll see you guys later.